0: Hello and welcome to Beauty for Ashes, the podcast that uplifts and inspires you to cultivate that fire on the inside. It's your time to become liberated and to become unapologetically the woman you were created to be. Be sure to listen in as we have authentic and transparent conversations that are real, raw, and relevant. We are breaking the rules and covering all topics from careers, mental health, healing, relationships spirituality to just plain old life are you ready sis sit back kick those heels off and let's get this fire started with the fire starter and transformational life coach founding partner of beauty for ashes international and breaking point coaching here's your host Jacqueline Johnson
1: Welcome to episode four of Beauty for Ashes, the podcast. I am so elated this morning because I am here today with my girl, Tia. Now, everybody needs a Tia in their life. Tia is one of the most electric people I have ever met with a personality larger than life. I consider Tia to be near and dear to my heart. She is like a little sister to me and my life has been blessed and enriched from the moment I met Tia. And so I cannot wait for you to hear from her later in the podcast. And she's going to tell you all about herself. So please grab a notepad and take lots of notes because we're going to be dropping a lot of gems this morning. Now, Tia and I are here today to talk about transition. And we want to talk about transition in the context of Fulfilling the vision or the promises that God has given you. Transition means or it signifies that there is something that you need to leave behind. But there's also something that you need to look forward to. It's really like a passing from one state or place to the next, right? And and everything that you go through really results in transformation, So I am going to turn things over to Tia so that she can share um, her background and who she is. So Tia, take it away.
2: I am Tia Darborough, and I live in Northern California. I have for about eight years now. However, I was born and raised in eastern North Carolina, so I am a country girl at heart. I have a wonderfully supportive fiance and a beautiful 18-month-old daughter, and by trade, I'm a nurse, but by purpose, I am owner and CEO of Girl, you okay?
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. So by trade, Tia is a nurse. She is taking care of so many people in the marketplace, and so I want to pause and say, Tia, thank you. I know that we're going through a pandemic and everybody is not okay. And, and so I thank you for your service on the front lines of um, the medical field. So thank you so much for taking care of so many people who are in and out of our hospitals today. But by purpose, and remember that word audience purpose, purpose serves such an important part of our lives. By purpose, she is the CEO of Organization called um, Girl, You Okay, and so we're going to talk about that as well today. But before we kick things off, Tia, on this podcast, we often like to ask our guest a very important question, and that question is, "What ignites your fire?"
2: Wow. Okay. So, what ignites my fire really is growth. It can be my growth. It can be supporting someone else's growth or watching someone else grow. I just love seeing people become the best versions of themselves. Growth is like a car on your journey. Every time you allow yourself to grow, you go further and further, and it is really just such a motivator to life, to purpose, to everything that you do. So that really ignites my fire. As you can see, I'm getting kind of excited about it, even talking about it. but. growth is really what does it for me
1: yes that does it for me as well growth is um so vital for becoming the best version of who you are and who you were created to be and if you don't allow yourself to grow you become very stagnant so thank you that ignites my fire as well i'm pumped to you me too. <laughs> <laughs> so Tia, let's start this conversation off by talking about, you know, there's a cliche that you often hear people say is that God is going to do something great in my life. He's going to do something wonderful. But what they don't understand is the process that you have to go through. So once God gives you something, Or once God shares that you're going to be this or that, or He wants you to fulfill this or that, there's a process that you um, often go through. And can you remember a time when this held true um, for your life?
2: Oh, Lord, Jackie, absolutely. You know, I've always been a person who dreamed of things, who saw myself as a leader in leadership. But honestly, My decisions didn't always reflect what I saw. So I did the same thing that many people do. I fumbled around with different great ideas, different people, different jobs, but they weren't really my purpose because I wasn't in a place to hear what God was trying to show me. Right? So my decisions, whether consciously or unconsciously, almost caused me to mishandle my call to the point where I was almost suffering from a miscarriage of Mm. my purpose. Okay. Mm. Powerful. When I made the decision to get to know me and who God says I am and to keep my ears fixed on God and my eyes focused on my purpose, not somebody else's purpose, but my purpose it was in the midst of that journey that I learned uh, these things, right? So there's a couple things. One, that this is the season for launching, right? And that I needed to get out of the boat. Yes. Okay. Two, that God has given each of us a purpose, a vision, a dream. And there is a very real process <laughs> um, <laughs> to that. And so um, there's four phases to it. So there's realization preparation, delivery, and launching, right? So in realization, that's kind of like when you first find out you're pregnant. You have all these emotions. You're excited. You're afraid. You you have lots of questions. You, you got to just kind of figure out. You, you realize that you are being called to do something, right? There's something that you're supposed to do. And, and probably for the first time, you actually have the tools you need to get it done. So you you realize it, right? Once you kind of get past that phase and that phase has varying lengths for different people, you move on to the preparation phase. And that's kind of like when you, you kind of get further along in your pregnancy and yes. you got to prepare a few things. So you start decorating, you start organizing a nursery, you create your registry, you get everything together, right? So now that you have knowledge of your purpose, your dream. How will you ensure that you're preparing properly? The word declares that we should write the vision and make it plain. Yes. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. And Jackie, you may not remember this, but you used to say this to me all the time. right? <laughs> write the vision and make it plain. You got to write the vision and make it plain. So preparation is very, very key. And it's
1: it's very important. So Tia, let me park there just for a moment. When you talk about preparation, what happens in situations where you know that God is calling you to do something and you don't take the time to really prepare yourself? Because sometimes people skip over the preparation stage. And so I love your analogy in terms of how you're likening, birthing a vision, if you will, to bringing forth a child, because that's a, a great analogy. But what happens when you don't prepare for your child? What what happens in those seasons?
2: So when you don't prepare, you fail to prepare. Then you miss things, right? You realize, oh, I don't have a baby monitor, so I can't really pay attention to what my baby is doing when I'm not in the room. Or, oh, I didn't get diapers. You miss important key elements that will that will help. Push you for you miss your appointments. You miss things that will make room for what you're preparing for, for what you're for your delivery, right? So, and you you just don't arrive to where you're supposed to go in God's timing. So that preparation is is really really important.
1: So Tia, you just said something very powerful, and you said you do not make room, right? And so when you don't make room for something, you know, oftentimes we hold on to so many things, right? And so things are crowding our spirit. We don't purge. We keep people around that God has told us to walk away from, et cetera. But you can't make room for those things that God really has for you if you're holding on to something that's old. And so thank you for sharing that because that thing really ignited my spirit when you said it. So let me ask you a question before you move on. How important were those seasons to get you to where you are? And and you can continue to liken it to childbirth because I know that you shared several phases or stages um, to fulfilling the vision.
2: And it, it really, it's so key because Jackie, honestly, people think that preparation is easy, right? Oh, I'm going to prepare it. It's just The most of the things that we do to prepare only scratch the surface in the natural, right? But sometimes preparation is painful. Even when you think about when you're having a baby, you have hip pain, you have nausea. There's that purging, right? Things have to move. Things have to shift so that you can make room for the growth inside of you, right? You've got to grow in places where you never grew before. you got to revisit some things so for me that was key in making sure that one, I was spiritually in place to be able to deliver this thing Mm -hmm. okay I had to be able to mentally be prepared I had to have my prayer life in order, I had to have my journaling in order, I had to have my connection to God in order My connection to my purpose had to be in order.
1: Yes, yes. When the connection is broken, it's hard to get all of those instructions or it's hard to know where you are supposed to go, where you're supposed to start, you know, if that connection is not right. So, you know, some of the things I wanted to point out what you just stated, you talked about journaling, you talked about your prayer life. You talked about making sure that you were in a position to really hear the vision and to really um, be in the mindset to execute on the vision. And so we can't skip over stages or steps. Like I, I believe God is very systematic. He is very intentional about the vision and about what he gives you. And if you really are in a position to hear what happens? Then you can fulfill the vision. Believers often are hindered in terms of bringing forth the vision because of unbelief and deception. And and so, how do you rid yourself of those things? You do some of the things that Tia just outlined in terms of prayer and journaling and etc. Whatever God has given for you to. To work on, that's what you should focus on. And like he's not playing hide and seek with any of us, he wants us to know exactly what we should or should not do.
2: Absolutely. And the phase of preparation has various months, right? So you don't be mistaken in thinking because you're not at delivery yet that you are not still preparing because it's not your timing. It truly is God's timing, right? So you just have to really be in the season you're in, do the preparation that you're supposed to do. Write it down because what you will see is that sometimes God will bring it back to you. So it may not be this year. It may not be this month. But when it is time for you to deliver, He will remind you of the things you did in your preparation to show you that you're prepared.
1: So so Tia, how do you not Grow weary and well-doing because that's what the word of God states that don't grow weary and well-doing, right? And if you don't faint, you will eventually reap what God has promised you. What can you do in those waiting seasons?
2: In the waiting seasons, you really just have to stay focused. You got to stay focused on what that purpose is. And don't get sidetracked, right? Because that's easy to do. <laughs> yes. I call it squirreling. Yes. <laughs> You looked up and you scrolled all the way over here in the left field somewhere. Now you're so far from your purpose. You got to now find a path back to it. So stay focused. That is important, and understand that you may not necessarily understand it in that moment, but God will show you. Just stay focused on Him. Stay focused on what your purpose is, and continue to push. Continue to push through it.
1: Yes, yes. Tia, I have seen you. Um, at your worst, I, I wouldn't say it was at your worst, but I saw you or I met you when you were going through a very difficult time. And so, you know, when people see who Tia has become, and I know Tia is still evolving, they don't know about all of the things you had to go through to get you to this point. And so, many a nights you and I have cried together, we've prayed together, we've gone through a lot of different things. And so, how important were those seasons to get you to where you are today
2: um i i jackie listen <laughs> Let me, let's just listen and park. <laughs> absolutely um, it kind of brings me to just that that delivery phase because what you said is so key doing that phase that's when your baby is is arriving right that's when you're the most vulnerable after you've prepared and you start entering into that delivery phase, this is where you need a Jackie. <laughs> right? <laughs> Somebody that you can connect with because you're officially a mom. For me, I was a first time mom. So here I am. What, what, how do you get through that? process because delivering that thing ain't easy either you're going to need people to support you and pray with you you're going to need people who can handle you when you are at your worst because if you think about it right this is a place where you can't allow everybody into your space yes if you really think about what happens in the delivery room for those who have had babies um, you bleed you're exposed you stretch, you, you know, you got to handle, you got to have somebody in the room that can handle it when you're believing. Wow. tell you to continue to push when you feel like you just can't. Yes. Like, yes. You have to have those people. This is the reason why in the delivery room, only a few people can come in because everybody can't handle that. Nope. Everybody's not. At a place where they can support you during this time. If you don't have people in the room that can support you, they can kill your vision, your dream right here. Because at the end of the day, that's what the devil's goal is, right? To kill, steal, and destroy at every phase. But if they can kill it at delivery, then it will prevent you from launching.
1: Mm. If you can kill it at delivery and And so you talked about having a miscarriage um earlier in terms of the the dream that God has given you. would you say that if you're not um positioned or if you don't prepare sometimes that's where you abort the mission yeah. because you don't have all of the pieces in place if you could just share your thoughts or your perspective regarding miscarrying the vision or the promise
2: yeah i mean if, if there's a couple things just from being a, a Being a nurse, you learn, right? So you have a a miscarriage and you have a missed miscarriage. Mm. Okay? So in a miscarriage, you truly do abort it, right? But the thing to remember about a miscarriage is there's a cleansing process that has to happen afterwards. And it doesn't mean you won't conceive again. Okay? If that is God's design for you, you will. Wow. But there's a missed miscarriage. And in your missed miscarriage, you get instructions like, "Sit down, drink water, rest, bed rest, don't do anything." But if you think about it spiritually, when you get to that point where you're not preparing, God will always send you signals to tell you, "Hey, listen, let me." You're about to miss this thing. I need you to sit down. I need you to be quiet. I need you. But are you in tune to your body? Are you in tune to God? Are you listening? This will cause you to miss Carrie if you're not careful.
1: You talked about that cleansing process. That That's so powerful. But one thing you said was that you may miss Carrie, but you can carry again, if you will. Yes. Um, Tia, God had given me a huge vision and its beauty for ashes and i allowed beauty for ashes to become aborted or it wasn't totally aborted it just kind of went into that that state where i did absolutely nothing because of something that was said that caused a lot of hurt in my life and i almost aborted the vision that god has given me and i just want to part for a second because when i first launched my nonprofit you were there. I mean, you were there when the first event happened with Beauty yeah. for Ashes and you were able to see what God had given me come to life, if you will. I actually saw it in a stage where we were living the vision out. And so you were there. And and what I want to say is that you were really my midwife back then because you were the one behind the scenes pushing me and saying, Jackie, you can do it, go, do what God has called you to do. And as much as I was that person for you, you were that person for me. So sometimes it takes people coming together. The word of God says where there are two or three gathered together in my name, I will be in the midst. And so sometimes you have to have that person that God has sent you to help you. For um, fulfill your vision, I, I heard this awesome lady of God, Lady Leah, say one time that God is sending the pushers in this season to push you. If you're always the pusher, now he's sending people to push you absolutely, and so um, I thought that was important to share
2: absolutely, and I'm telling you it's it's that was preparation for me, yes for oh wow, always been in me, right? Yes. But I wasn't listening. Yes. I wasn't listening so I couldn't see it. Yes. But I, I I was preparing. God was preparing me. God was preparing me. Okay. And in each season he put people with me to push me, to to move, to do things, to not be stagnant, to not sit on it, to not miscarry.
1: Yes. He took you all the way to the west coast. To fulfill his vision. I mean, all the way <laughs> to the oh, West Coast. Yes. yes. A North Carolina girl and he sends you all the way to the West Coast. And and so Tia, what happened when you transitioned to the West Coast in, in terms of your vision? Yes, let's talk about your vision and what God has given you in terms of sis. You okay?
2: Yeah. Look, for me it was about Moving me from what was familiar, mm. what was comfortable, he had to disrupt some things, right? girl. He had to get me out of some situ- situations to physically move me across the country so I can be uncomfortable enough to do what he was telling me to do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> what he has given me, honestly, is a heart and a calling to align people, right? Because I just had this conversation with a friend the other day, and a lot of women will say things like, Oh, I don't, I, I don't deal with uh, women because women are catty, right? And women are catty. Women we can, we can are be. We can be. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, but there is, please don't ever underestimate the power of a good girlfriend. Please. Okay? Because as women, we for some reason don't, don't feel it's okay to say, I'm not okay. And with everything that's happening, we have to have that ability and that power to say that. That is key in your preparation. That is key in your delivery to have the ability to say, I'm not okay. Because there are people that are assigned to you in those seasons who will support you and push you through that,
1: right? So Tia, can you, can you park for a second? You talked about there are people that are assigned to you. And so when you think about the vision and if you, if you made a decision to not fulfill the vision on your, the vision that God um, had given you, when you talked about people being assigned to your life, what happens when you say no and what happens to all of those people that are assigned to you?
2: When you, you can unconsciously hinder their progress because just like you were preparation for me, if you had said no, then that could have hindered me in some way, right? But because you were open to the fullness of what God had for you, you allowed for somebody to push you because me pushing you helps you push somebody else, yes. helps somebody else push the next person, right? Everything has an alignment, has a season, has a time. And when you say no, you step out of that alignment, right? So you, it's not just about you. It's about how you are impacting the lives of other women, which is really what, girl, are you, are you okay about? Because it connects you with people who are like-minded. It gives you that safe place to say, I'm not okay. I need a push the people who are assigned to you will show
1: themselves.
2: Yes, yes.
1: I love that because we, when you talked about us going through life and we're balancing so many things, whether we are moms, whether we are um, career women, whether we work from home, whatever the case might be, whether we um, are just in various stages um, in our life, we, we still carry a lot. And so, you know, you often say, girl, are you okay? And I often say, sis, are you okay? Both are the same and it's the same message and it has the, the end, same end result. And so can you talk a little bit about girl, are you okay? And what God has called you to specifically do with girl, are you Okay.
2: Girl, you okay? Just as women, if we just do that, if you just say to somebody, Girl, you okay? You never know how that could change their whole path. So it's about embracing each other as women, supporting each other as women, having a safe place to do that. One of the things that we are doing on August 28th is having a Zoom. Because now everybody is, you know, stuck at home. There's lots of Zoom meetings. But it really is just a check-in to where women can connect. There are divine connections that that will set somebody on the right path. Yes. So the Girl okay? is a vessel for that to happen.
1: Wow. Now, when is that event?
2: August 28th.
1: Okay. And so is there a cap to how many people or how many women can join? The Zoom just so that you you can check in and and are there future events you're planning? There be,
2: sorry, there will be future events. Um, there is a thirty woman cap to this particular event, and I will be posting um, the links to the sign up uh, on my website, which is www.girluok.com, and you can also find me on Facebook, Girl so there will be many more events, but this particular one is limited to thirty women simply because I want to make sure that um it can foster a true environment of support and that people will have an opportunity to uh to speak. If there is a huge interest, um I'm open to adding additional dates to this one. So I just uh captured at 30 women for this time.
1: You know, I can I can completely understand that. You want to make sure that you avoid some connection issues as well and make sure whoever is supposed to be there, the thirty women who hear this message or when you post the event on Facebook, those are the people that were hand selected for this round. And so, you know, I want to be your pusher in this season again and continue to push you to do what God has called you to do because I have a feeling that um, so many women are going to raise their hands and say, "I want to be a part of this event, and it's going to continue to grow and grow. It's amazing how God placed you in my life, and you and I have gone a few months without verbally having a conversation, and then we reconnected the other day and as if and we picked up as if nothing ever changed or happened It's because of our genuine love for one another, like you are a true, I call you my little sister, but you're not so little anymore. I mean, you have grown up. I'm reminded of a scripture in the Bible that says, though she be small, she's powerful. You embody that scripture for me because you are small in stature. But let me tell you, I mean, your spirit really ignites people. And you are not afraid to do what God has called you to do. And so your voice in this season, Tia, is very important and people need to hear from you. I believe that God is is bringing forth um, voices in the earth that people have not heard in the past. And so I don't know what he's doing in this pandemic, but I believe that God is birthing some things in the midst of this pandemic don't know what he's doing, and and don't really need to understand the fullness. We just need to understand that if you're called to do something, say yes, because you're going to be miserable until you say yes. So Tia, we have come to the end of our time together, and so I want to give you an opportunity to share with those people that are listening to this podcast, if you can provide them with some advice in terms of um, if they found themselves in similar seasons um, as you have, you know, what are, what are some words of advice that you can offer them? What can they do?
2: Well, um, I just heard you say, Jackie, um, something that's very key, and that is about the pandemic. Well, God has already shown me that this pandemic is to assist people so to prevent them from having a missed miscarriage, yeah. okay yeah. It's quieting the noise so that people can launch and deliver long so long if you long. are in this season, my advice to you is to push, listen, tune into what God is showing you is your vision. Push forward, don't give up, don't stop because baby. That push, Kevin, is day.
1: Yes, with with no
0: meds.
2: With no meds. Listen, just keep pushing. If God gave it to you, he will bring you through it. You just have to stay focused. Stay tuned to it. Don't give up. It's not comfortable, but God will provide a way for you. He absolutely will. When you really think about it, God, the word says that you were formed. He knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and anointed you. So now that you know, now that you realize what's your purpose, what's your dream, what's your vision, how are you going to prepare? How are you going to deliver it? How are you going to launch it? You can do it. You just got to stay focused. Keep pushing. Don't give up. Don't miscarry.
1: Yes, yes. Keep pushing. You talked about launching, delivering, pushing, launching, delivering, and pushing. And so, you know, some of those steps may vary, but they're still there. And so whatever stage you find yourself in, it's just important that you do everything necessary to get you to that end stage, and so I'd like to end by sharing one of my favorite scriptures, and I think it's it's very fitting for um, this conversation that we're having, and that is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. And Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, "For I know the plans I have for you. I have plans to prosper you, Tia, Jackie, and whom, whoever is listening. I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you." I have plans to give you a hope and a future. And in some translations, it says, I have plans to bring you to an expected end. God already knows what he has called you to do. But do you know? Are you actively seeking to try and find out what he's called you to do? And who are the people? Who are the Tia's? Who are the Jackie's? Who are the pushers um, that God has in your life? And so now is the time, now is the season to give God your yes. And so Tia, thank you so much for spending this time with us this morning because you are on the West Coast. It's eight, eight o'clock my time. And, and so you are three hours behind, correct? Yes, it's five a <laughs> See how much you really love your friend. I, I appreciate I, I appreciate too. my friendship and my sisterhood with you, Tia. Again, I could not think of a better person to have in my life. And so I am much better and much um, richer. I'm a better woman because of you. So thank you so much for enriching my life. And thank you for sharing your heart with our listeners this morning. So without further ado, we will end as we always do. Please do something to ignite your life. Peace.
0: Thanks for listening to Beauty for Ashes, the podcast with your host, Jacqueline Johnson. If you like what you've just heard, please be sure to visit and subscribe to our podcast on many of the major outlets such as Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, Google and Apple Podcasts so that you'll never miss a show while you're at it. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a positive rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend or another sister about us, that would be amazing too. This has been a Firestarter production. Join us every other Saturday for another episode of Beauty for Ashes, the podcast. Until then, do something to ignite your life. Peace.